Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Pastor Vance Mansfield, and this is Faith Over Fear. Today, we're going to talk about a few scriptures based on some questions that we've received. We are going to go all the way back to the book of Genesis, chapter 1 and verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Now, a lot of people read that and they think, well, there can't be very much to that. Well, there is a lot to that, actually, but we're not going to get into all that's involved in that. We, we want to focus mainly based around some questions that we've been receiving is a lot of people, when they quote that, they quote, in the beginning, God created the heavens, plural, and the earth. Now, we're going to break this down, and however long it takes, it's going to take. This may be short. This may be long. I don't know. But we're going to break this down. And the first thing that we've got to understand is in the beginning. All right, so the be- the word or the phrase in the beginning is in the ancient Hebrew word picture. It's described as a picture of the head or the chief or the father. Okay? Or like a family father that is passed from generation to generation. The head grants permission for the betrothal of his daughters to determine the inheritor of the tribe or the family. The head of a person, place, thing, or time. Okay? So, the picture of the head is in representation of the father. Now, when you're reading in the beginning, you're reading the Hebrew word reshit, which is the first in place, time, order, or rank. The beginning, okay? And it comes from rosh which means to shake like shaking the head. So it all roots back to the head. Everything roots back to the head. And when you're dealing with the head, you're dealing with the father. It's constantly dealing with the Father. In the beginning, in the head, in the Father. Look at this. God created. Now, what we're dealing with when you're reading the word God is the Hebrew word Elohim. Elohim. And it's a it's the Hebrew word picture of an ox head and a shepherd shepherd's staff. So the ox head represents strength and the shepherd's staff represents authority or the authority of a shepherd can bind the two mean strong authority. That's the Hebrew word picture. 
the word, the Hebrew word itself that we are reading is the Hebrew word Elohim. It's Elohim. And Elohim means God's. It's used in the plural. And it's used in the plural, especially with the article of the Supreme God. Okay? Why is it used in the plural? Now, a lot of people believe and think that it's used in the plural because of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. But that is not why it's used in the plural. See, those are not actually three separate entities. The Catholic Church teaches that those are three separate entities, but that goes against the Scripture. The Scriptures teach us that God is one. Okay? If there were three separate gods altogether then God would be a split personality. And he's not a split personality. And it's just simply because people cannot explain what God is actually doing here. So why are there... Or why is there a word used in the plurality of God? It means... And it's in relation to the congregation of gods. In the Father, the congregation of gods. Now, this is going to this is going to rock you. If you have not followed us, this may be a little bit deep for some of you, but that's okay. Because we're all growing. Everyone needs to be challenged a little bit. The congregation of gods was in fact you contained inside of God from before the foundation of the world. See, we are all very well aware of the fact that we were in God before we were in flesh. We're very well aware of the fact that God is in us and that in that idea of him dwelling in us was because we originally dwelled in him. We came from him. We were part of him. And we were one with him. And because of that, he now dwells in us. See, that was his plan from the beginning. So we were contained in him, and that's what made him Elohim, and the word Elohim, or Elohim, is in fact the feminine of the word El. See, El is God. It's God the Supreme alone. Elohim is us contained in God, which we, the church, are in fact the bride. So, the bride is the female, thus the word being the feminine. 
So in the Father, we were contained in him. And in that, created the heaven and the earth. Someone says, well, I don't believe that we created anything. Well, I'm not saying that you were the one that spoke this stuff into existence. What I'm telling you is that you were in God when it was spoken into existence. And I'll, I'll prove this. Okay. I will prove this to you. And it's very simple. When you guys listen to me, you are starting to learn what I sound like. So when you hear my voice, you know my voice. When my dear friends and close friends and family hear me talk, they say, I know that voice. In fact, I have been places in public and have been talking and someone come up to me and say, I was standing over there and I thought to myself, I know that voice. Well, yeah, you know that voice because you know me. All right. So you were in God when all of this was being created. You were there when he said, let it be, or let there be, and there was. That's why all the way over in John chapter 10 and verse 27, Jesus could say, my sheep hear my voice, or, and I know them, and they follow me. My sheep know my voice, Another place said, my, my sheep know my voice, and a stranger they will not follow. We hear him, and we know him. How do we know his voice? See, Jesus isn't in a flesh body talking to people anymore. He's not walking around with his disciples in the flesh. So how do we know his voice? Because we were there originally, when he spoke things. Now, getting on into their question, they, they said that when people quote this, they quote, in the beginning, God created the heavens, plural, and the earth. And then they read it one day, and they realized that it's not heavens, it's heaven. And they want to know, are they making a big deal out of nothing? Now, my answer to you is no, you are not making a big deal out of nothing. This is very important that you understand this because when it's misquoted, then it becomes misinterpreted. And when it becomes misinterpreted, then you can no longer understand anything that is being revealed to you because you don't understand what was written. Now, we're not accusing anyone that's ever misquoted this, okay? Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm just simply saying that it's important that we slow down and read what is actually written so we can understand what God is trying to tell us in this time. 
God created the heaven. Now, why is it important that it's singular and not plural? So the first thing we've got to do is we've got to understand what God created. What is heaven? The word heaven is defined as the as wind, breath, or breath of someone or something is its character. It's defined as breath. Okay? God created this. The Strong's Concordance defines it as to be lofty. As a loft, the dual perhaps alluding to the visual arch in which the clouds move, as well as to the higher, other, whether the celestial bodies revolve. Shamayim and Shameh is what we're dealing with. The ancient Hebrew defined it as breath. Some of the definitions call it the sky or the abode of the stars or the abode of God. Which one of those are correct? All of them. They're all correct. Okay. Yes, it's the abode of God. And if it's the abode of God, then it's everything because God is everywhere. Now, why is it important that we understand that it's the heaven and not heavens? It's important to understand this because... It did not become the heavens, plural. Until God put it inside of you. At that point, it was still contained in him. When Jesus came along and he said unto his disciples, Peace be unto you. As my Father has sent me, even so send I you. In John chapter 20, verse 22, this is the next verse. He said, or it said, when he had said this, he breathed on them. And he said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. And when he did that, he put heaven inside of them. He put the abode of God inside of them. And he said, Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained unto them. So whoever sins you remit, they're remitted. And whoever sins you retain, they are retained. How could you have the power to forgive sin 
and to hold hold judgment against sin. Because he put all of heaven inside of you. He put God inside of you. And if you want, write to me and we'll get into, maybe we'll study how you have the power to forgive sin and to retain the sin. If you want to study that, let me know and we'll study that. He created the heaven and the earth. Now the word earth is the Hebrew word erets. It's the word erets. Now I'll give you the Strong's Concordance definition first because that is the most commonly used definition. Meaning to be firm, the earth, the country, the land, the inhabitants. Okay? Now I want to give you In the ancient Hebrew, I want to give you the definition. This is incredible. To crush, to pottered, desire. Broken pieces of pottery were commonly used as writing tablets as they were inexpensive and durable. These potsherds were commonly used to send messages from one person to another, usually carried by runners, with a reversal of letters. Terra or terrain. Okay. Now I know you're confused and we're running out of time. So let me, let me explain this. In the father, Elohim created the heaven singular, the breath. What is the breath? This is the breath. The breath is the word, okay? You cannot speak without breath. And the earth. The broken pieces of pottery which were used to send messages. We, in the flesh, are the broken pieces of pottery that are used to send the message of the gospel of the kingdom of God into all the earth. We are that pottery. We are what is used to send the message. And because I explained that, we're going to have to go in to the the next couple verses of Genesis. Because you're never going to understand this if we don't explain this more in depth and show you the example of how this shortly came to pass. Genesis is not a chronological order of creation, nor is it a history book of the dawn of time. Genesis 
is a documentation of when God started dealing with his creation. And this is the first aspect that was conceived in the mind of God, in the imagination of God, where we were also contained. This was the first aspect of it. In order to get this message out, he needed people that could deliver the message. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. I pray this broadcast has been a blessing to you. If you have any questions concerning this at all, feel free to write to us. You can always, always write to us. on our. You can go to our website and write to us, pastoravancemansfield.com. Go to the Contact Us link, and you can write to us. If you don't feel comfortable emailing us, from the website, then you can go to our group page on Facebook at Facebook. Just go to Facebook and type in Faith Over Fear with Pastor Vance Mansfield. If you don't have Facebook and you don't feel comfortable doing that, you can call our offices and you can leave a message. We can also receive text messages on this phone number. The number is 682-207-7525. 682 682- 207-7525. You can call that number or you can text that number. And if you didn't catch that number, the number is also available on our website. Go to our website, click on the contact us link and the phone number is there. You can call our offices. And if you have a question, if no one is in the office, please leave a message. If you don't leave a message, we will never call you back because we get so many spam calls, so make sure to leave a message, and if you text us, let us know who you are and where you're, where you're from. Like you don't have to give your address, but let us know the city and state that you're from or the country or wherever you're at. We look forward to hearing from you. I hope this has challenged you. If these broadcasts are a blessing to you, please be a blessing back and make a donation. We need your help to carry this gospel on. We have a lot of overhead that we have to pay for in order to do this. I know a lot of people don't understand that because of the time and you can go live from your phone, but we have a lot of equipment that it takes to make this happen and to bring this message out to you. So if it's a blessing to you, if you're studying with us, please make a donation, whatever you can do. If everyone that followed us made a $5 donation a month, we would never ask for another donation that would cover our expenses and beyond what we want to do. So it's very simple. Just go to the website, make your donation if you'd like to, and we really appreciate it. And we pray that God would bless you abundantly for your donations. Until the next time, I am Pastor Vance Mansfield, and we are signing off. God bless you.